Hey, it's Andy. Welcome or welcome back to the Brownsbridge Church podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download the Brownsbridge Church app where you can access all of our recent message content as well as find out more information about Brownsbridge Church. And the app is the easiest way to share this content with a friend. But most importantly, I hope the following presentation inspires you to take your next step in your faith journey. Welcome to week three of our journey as a church, where we're looking at the Lord's Prayer and seeing it as more than words, not just words to pray, but a lifestyle to live and a perspective to have as we go throughout our days. And uh, we're talking this week about forgiveness. Introduced this idea yesterday, this part of the Lord's Prayer, forgive me as I forgive those who sinned against me, those who have wronged me. And so This week, we're going to be focusing on forgiveness, and I love that you're here uh, to be a part of the journey. Uh, You may remember uh, years and years ago, uh, these bracelets came out, uh, WWJD bracelets. Um, You might have worn one. You definitely have uh, seen one. Uh, They were everywhere in the 90s, and there's some debate about who came up with the original idea for those bracelets, but... Uh, what cannot be debated is that they um, had a, a a big following, a lot of people participating in wearing those bracelets in the 90s. You couldn't find a youth group at a church around the country that didn't have students wearing those bracelets. And the idea was, hey, you wear this, WWJD, and it'll be a reminder, what would Jesus do? And hopefully that would help us live more of Jesus's life in us. But inevitably, you know what happened. There was a lot of people that were wearing those bracelets uh, that were not necessarily doing things uh, that Jesus would do. And so people outside the church, people that kind of from the outside of faith looking in began to use that as a way to uh, belittle or chop down that whole idea. But it's a great thought. What would Jesus do? And a couple weeks ago, I was uh, driving my twins down the road. Uh, They're 12 years old, and one of them was sitting in the front seat. And I noticed that he had this bracelet on right here. It looks very similar, but it's got a different four letters, H-W-L-F. And I had not noticed it before. I'm not sure how long he's had it, but I said, hey, Ryland, tell me about that bracelet. What does that say? He says H-W-L-F. And I said, oh, I said, well, what is what does it mean? He goes, well, you know those WWJD bracelets? And I was like, yes, I certainly do. <laughs> Very familiar. Um, I was a teenager in the 90s. Um, he said, well, I, I think it's kind of an answer to that. And I said, oh, okay, well, what does HWLF stand for? And he said, he would love first. He would love first. And in that moment, it hit me like a ton of bricks and the words that came to my mind and I think they came out of my mouth in that moment was wow he totally would he totally would Jesus would love first in fact Jesus did love first 
That's actually one of the best descriptions of his ministry and his life on earth was that he loved first. Even the incarnation and him becoming a human being so that he could redeem mankind was him loving first. Paul in, in Romans 5, 8 says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God demonstrates his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus loved first. And he also taught his followers to do this as well. In the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew End of, end of chapter five, um, he says this, you, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person, which is often what we do when we think that someone's been evil towards us. Uh, we resist them. Uh, we wait on them to get their act together. We don't wanna draw near until they correct whatever it is that we think is wrong with them. Do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, Turn to him the other also. And if someone wants you wants to sue you and take your tonic, let him have your cloak as well. But someone's suing us and he's saying, no, you, you, you love first. If someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles, give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. And then he says this, you've heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy which this crowd in the first century would have said, yeah, we, we've heard that. That was a common teaching. And for you and I today, same thing. It's like, yeah, you love those who love you and you resist those, you push back against your enemies, you protect yourself against your enemies. But I tell you, Jesus says, verse 40, 44, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons and daughters of your father in heaven. He, God, causes his son to rise on the evil and the good. Sun shining today is shining on all of us, good and evil. His provision is coming to everyone, good and evil. He sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? Jesus is saying, look, the, the people who are considered the worst in our society love those who are close to them. What reward will you get in doing that? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? So Jesus is saying, look, you've heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I tell you something different. Jesus is telling us to love first. And if we're gonna successfully live out this lifestyle that he modeled in the Lord's prayer, this part where he says, forgive us as we forgive those who have sinned against us. It means we're going to have to love first. We're going to make the first move. And we're going to have to get over that thing inside us that wants to resist them or wait for them to get their act together or wait for them to give us the apology that in our mind, we've imagined how the apology goes and we're waiting on them to do that, that perfect, well-crafted apology that where they really own what they did to hurt us. We have to get over that thing inside us. We're gonna have to get over our own desire for revenge or to see them pay for what they did. 
If we're going to follow Jesus, we're going to have to love first. So today, who do you need to love first? Who comes to mind for you that you're currently resisting? That you're currently pushing back against? That you're currently hoping secretly that they get what they deserve or they get what's coming to them? Who is that for you? And what would it look like for you in following Jesus and following his model and living out his life? What would it look like for you to love them first? We'll see you tomorrow.